Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hi there, good people. Yabo! Okay, Rachi. Yabo! Okay, Rachi. <laughs> welcome, guys. Welcome back, guys. Welcome, guys, back. Welcome, anyway, guys, back. Welcome, guys, back, okay? Be right back. Yeah. No, we are right On back right now. No. Exactly, there you go. Not that we're gonna be right back, we are back. And On we are back for no. another episode. On this here, Esoteric Discussions with myself, Kia Speaks, and, and my annoying co-host. Mini-me! Annoying but loving. I know you love me, because I love you too. You know? I love how you be yellow for yourself. But, let's not, let's not... Let's not chase you for the macros for the people, ne? Let's not do that. Love you too. Um, on this Love here episode, you mate. <laughs> I feel like this is harassment. I feel like he's harassing you guys and myself. This is just so uncool. Kopal is sending the CV too. I need a new one. Really? Can't do this. Really? <laughs> I've been asking for you to for you guys to send CVs. But anyway. And you know what? Because they love me and they love you and they love us and our show, they are not sending the CVs. They know they need that. You know what? I don't even have a response guy. to that, so that's annoying me so much. They, right they now. know they need this funny guy. Yeah, that's annoying me so much. <laughs> funny guy. Not funny. Not funny. Anyway, on this year episode, guys, we have a book club episode. Yes. Uh, we on this one, on this particular one, we'll be talking about our top five faves. And personally, in no particular order for me, <laughs> is my top five because I will not subject myself to the pressure of having to put them in numerical order, like five being the least best of those five. No, I don't want to do that to myself. I shall not succumb to numbering. No, my I shall not as succumb well. to numbering my favorites. I am just no. gonna say my in favorites. no particular order. So I'm just to, I'm just going to favorite away. So you'll talk ah. about one and then I'll talk about one and most deaf, but you'll talk about one and then I talk about one and then so you, you talk about why one. Why don't you talk, talk about one, one and then I talk about one? I do the ladies thing, you know the. Ladies, uh, ladies first type of vibe, you know, and then when it happens, chivalry is dead. And then when I have to take chivalry a bullet, I'll be like, dead. dudes first. Exactly. Dudes exactly first. My point. Dudes exactly first. My point. When it matters, it's freaking dead. When it doesn't matter, you want to bring it back. Really? Oh yes. Annoying. This is annoying, dude. That's exactly. What oh, I'm bringing well, sexy back. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking, but um. Okay, fine. Since I'm apparently starting, uh, do you just want to jump at it? Do you just want to jump at it? Are these guys not? Are we not introducing these guys that we are with? No, because they're still not wanting to actively participate. So what is the point? So they did. They're doing. Exactly. They are doing this to us, and then they are interrupting. Fun fact: We still have Vanilla and Kevin in here out here choosing to not be willing participants you know what the funny willing thing and is active they enjoy being in studio and yet they don't want to be live <laughs> they enjoy being in studio <laughs> but they don't you see but you know what thank you for the support guys we need this kind of audience you yeah. guys are the best i vote for you guys i was on i was on the audience so should I get into my Yeah, sure, why not? You can you book. can most definitely one of my absolute faves, which was from my diamond study as well, it was called Bella Mafia by Linda Laplante. Have you heard of it? No. Uh Linda Laplante also wrote 
I forgot what the title is, but it was like one of my dad's favorite books. But anyway, that is irrelevant right now because we're talking about <laughs> my favorite books. My favorite books, not my dad's. But yeah, uh, to be reading a very short excerpt of which is gonna be a spoiler. It's gonna be a spoiler. No shit, it's gonna be a spoiler. Spoil it for us, it's fine. Obviously, you're trying to get into like what the book is about, right? So, and if I was to explain it without reading the excerpt, I would, I'd probably take an hour trying to explain this book. <laughs> what happened in this <laughs> okay. book. Because even it's like a thick type book, so there's like a lot that happens in here. So to like summarize it properly, um, a BBC writer. Oh, she's a BBC writer. Is she? That's awesome. Oh, I'm definitely going to check out mm. this stuff on BBC. For the stuff she wrote for BBC, I want to check that out. But anyway, uh, BBC writer Laplante's hefty first novel initially dawns with a surfeit of minor characters and confusing mafia business connections. But it is redeemed by the emergence of strong major characters and the plot offering, offering a stark view of the dark bonds of power. Don Roberto Luciano, <laughs> boss of the Sicilian Mafia, agrees It's really... Italians, baby, Italians. Sicilian Mafia agrees to be chief witness in the trial of Paul Carolla, who murdered Luciano's firstborn son, Michael, 20 years ago. Despite the round-the-clock protection, all of the Luciano men are killed the night this before book. a family wedding. Oh, there's a movie for it. Yeah, in the series actually. I don't watch. Oh, he got part of Harlem. Oh, that's how it. There's yeah, also similar things yeah. happening there. I haven't seen Godfather of Harlem, but um, uh, all the Luciano men are killed the night before a family wedding. The Don's wife, Graziella, holds together what's left of the family's daughters-in-law, Teresa and Sophia, and Teresa's daughter, Rosa, while instructing their lawyer to sell off business holdings. Eventually, the women become involved in the business themselves, trying to recover money that's disappeared into Carola's hands. Following a courtroom shoot, shootout, Carola's adopted son, Luca, using his knowledge of organization politics and his mastery of murder becomes the woman's partner and protector. Once the Luciano women discover Luca's secret, however, they implacably they implacably take revenge in the ruthless manner of their age-old code, and the strongest of them becomes the new head of the family, the Bella Mafiosa. Mm. Meaning it's like essentially a mafia of women. Which yes, is like sense. I mean, never mind the the, the, the very feminist undertones here because I wasn't like even there entirely in mind space by the time I read this. But like it was so cool how like you met these women in the beginning and they were just such secondary characters. No. There were secondary characters to the main characters of their husbands and the story of the mafia that and how so they were interconnected nice. until all the men die and they become these boss ass women. Something. <laughs> okay? They become these boss Same. ass bad ass <laughs> So it was like it was a really, really, really awesome game. So if you guys 
sound interested at, in that book definitely check it out did you see Kevin's, ensu- Kevin's enthusiasm yeah like say it no I don't want to say it oh, I don't want to say it so yeah that was Bella Mafia by Linda LaPlante mm. which was I really really enjoyed that one Okay. Top so, five, mate. Top five. Top five. I'm telling you now. Of I'm gonna time. give you one. I'm gonna give you one right now. Published, I believe. Published, I believe. No, one classic. No, in no particular it's a order. classic. It's a in classic. No particular order. We're not like numbering them or yeah. numbering them. Yeah. So I've got this one. Classic. My mm. best. Mm. One of my best. Don't say anything by Shakespeare. Inside the mm. Vault. Okay. By Emil De Denizio. Uh, this is the guy that's a, a, ma- a mastermind bank burglar. He wrote the book. He wrote the book. The burglar wrote the, the book. The burglar wrote the book. Oh, yeah? There's a saying on the book here, I'll tell you now. It says here, when this is all over, I'll give you a story. I'll give you a real story. Okay. Yeah. So... Right, uh, he was actually speaking to the media and this was back in 1972. So there's an intro, I'm just going to read out the, the introduction on the, on the book. I'm just going to leave you with an intro on it. It says here, 40 years later, I'm giving you a real story. I'm giving you the story of the greatest bank burglary in American history. I'm giving you this story because it is my story to give. Books have been written and television documentaries have been made about the burglary of President Richard Nixon's money that netted over 12 million dollars. Mm-hmm. But none of those Yeah, you see. But none of those accounts were accurate. They are in inaccurate because no one knows the real story the whole story no one that no is one except for me finding alexander mcqueen yeah it goes on to read here and say they um and now you will know that what okay and now you will know what people have speculated about and never figured out for 40 years you will know how i planned the burglary of the united california bank in languna nigel california you will know exactly how my crew and i blasted through the roof of the vault and how we looted the content of hundreds of safe deposit boxes over the weekend of march 24th in 1972 the fbi refers to me as in the 70s in the yeah. 70s and mind you this is still the biggest bank robbery oh, yeah. in, yeah. in history, history. Yeah, in I think in the world actually, if I'm not mistaken, in if I'm not mistaken, um, the best in the world even. I don't see myself that way though. I see myself as just a an average guy. An average, an average guy. <laughs> I see myself as a husband, a father, a grandfather, a son, a brother, and a friend. And a criminal. 
he doesn't see himself as a criminal. He doesn't see himself as a criminal. But in all fairness to the FBI, I pulled off over a hundred successful bank burglaries. So I guess I am a master at my chosen craft. Crafts. Craft. I am a criminal. Uh, no shit. I'm listening. No shit. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> I am a criminal. I'm not necessarily proud of that fact, but I am what I am, and there's no denying it. However, my crew and I weren't the only crooks involved in this burglary and its aftermath. You see, the government wasn't smart enough to catch me, honestly. I mean, clearly. No shit. They had to lie, steal, plant evidence to convict me. Ha. They did. Ha. They <laughs> did. Hi. The federal agents, prosecutors, and judges are criminals far bigger than I because they swore to uphold the law and defend the Constitution of America of United States. I admit what I am, but they have never admitted to being criminals. I have changed some names in this book to protect the innocent. However, I have identified all federal agents, prosecutors, and judges accurately. After all, the criminals should have, the, should have to face the music, all of us. Including criminals, <laughs> I'm telling you, including the criminals who carry badges and wear black robes. That is the introduction, so that is what I'm gonna leave you guys with. This Sounds book, like guys, interesting one. guys, including this, I think this, that's a that is based this, on the book. A movie, that, that's a movie bio, that's, yeah, that's a movie bio. Personally, yeah. I think I'd rather read it actually. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Um, I'll, inside the vault, Emil Denisio. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the book cover and then yes, you can please. just yeah, yes, and you at least know what you're gonna look for. Yes. This is an interesting read, guys. I'm not a I'm not an aspiring criminal, but this is <laughs> nice top disclaimer. notch. <laughs> nice this is bro. top notch, guys. Believe me, this you will enjoy. Top notch as in like how he did it, or like just a top notch read. <laughs> top notch to read. I mean, how he did it was brilliant. I mean, that was brilliant, guys. But this is just a top notch read. All right, I think I might just wanna go read it. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Hook you yes. up. Please and thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're looking at a... Hmm? Don't download the line, right? No, put the screen screenshots. Yeah. So, I'm going to send her a screenshot and she is going to buy the book. Yeah, she's going to buy the book. I mean, if you were hooking her up, you were going to purchase it for her. At the end of the day, buying the book is a good thing. I mean, I bought the book. I mean, I'm on an iPad. You know, nothing is Mahalo yeah. right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you know and I'm letting the viewers know that I didn't you go and steal the it. item. But I bought the book. <laughs> I bought the book. So yes, moving right swiftly along, dear kill host. What is your number two? Not my number two, given that we are stating these no, in no second. particular order. Yeah, of but it's, it's your second book, right? I'm just clarifying. Okay. Thank you. I'm to the attacking. listeners. To exactly. the listeners. Okay. Exactly. Uh, my number two 
based off of the order that I'm stating these books in, not of significance or importance or enjoyment, <laughs> is Indawa, My Children, African Tribal History, Legends, Customs, and Religious Beliefs mm. by Credo Mutwa. Have you guys heard of that one? I've heard Indawa, of it. My children. I've, I've heard of it. I just haven't read it. I think I yeah. need to get a copy of it because I've been hearing some interesting, um, interesting stuff comments yeah, yeah. being said about the book so i think yeah. it's a worthy read honestly <laughs> i need to get commission because the way i'm actually telling people to read this book is <laughs> mad literally i mean obviously top five so of course i'm gonna be a heavy advocate but um about the book first published in 1964 in Daba, my children is an internationally acclaimed collection of african folk tales that chart the story of African tribal life since the, since the time of the Phoenicians. It is the stories that have shaped Africa as we know it. Credo Mutwa was born in 1922 in Natal. 1922? Yeah. Yep. Wow. 22. Okay. <laughs> 22, you heard that wow, right. Okay. And the son or grandson of Uzi Goshezi, which was a witch doctor who was the guardian of his tribe's history. Wow. So, okay. in 1963, Mutwa himself was officially proclaimed a high witch doctor, but the following year, he broke his sacred tribal oath of secrecy by writing this book. So, essentially, all the stuff that was passed down generation to generation, mm -hmm. tagged along with the oath of secrecy that only these highest witch doctors can have, Wow. He broke that. So basically, all of these stories in here and all of like, wow. it's, it's all in this book. Uh, the book was both a commercial and critical success, and he went on to write another number of books. And yeah, there is this kind of history. But I love this book so <laughs> goddamn much. Like okay. it's thick. Granted, it's like uh, it's not a simple. I mean, it's it's a simple read because it's so enjoyable. Like, it's so thick, but you will breeze through it because it is that good. I mean, I don't know if it's because I had already been the kind of person that enjoys folklore, like mythology. So reading those in like, not even the Greek and the Roman mythology and folklore, but reading it like as in black mythology with black characters that mm -hmm. I can relate to and that I've heard some of mm -hmm. these stories mm -hmm. and like hearing them more accurately, more correctly, more more blended together in a sequence that makes a lot more sense than I've ever heard it was was mind-blowing for me. I feel like that book for sure, without a doubt, changed everything for me. Oh, it changed is, a lot for me. It changed, lit, eh? it really, really did. Now that's really lit. That's really it good. is lit. Yeah. The book is really lit. That's so that is in Dabba My Children by Credo Mutwa. Shussi. Definitely. It's expensive. Like, it's <laughs> books, it's like 370. 370? So it's no, not... No, that's worth it, eh? No, it's like, a, it's like, I feel like... I mean, obviously, because I'm a fan. It's a collector's item. You have to have it. Sure. I have to have it. Although my, my dad has it, but I want my own one. <laughs> I need to okay. get my own one. Okay, it's cool. That, it's that kind of a I'm, I'm gonna get one you'll just send me the list of all these books so that I can put them on the description okay. for the guys to actually um, read you're not gonna find it on the internet though guys <laughs> no I'm just saying because no, remember they yeah. can yeah they can also wherever, look for but, it. but like I'm just saying I was trying to do illegal shit mm -hmm. trying to find it on the internet 
<laughs> good it's luck. Depressing. Good luck to you guys trying to find that. <laughs> right, my second hmm? Amazon. Amazon is legit. Okay, I have another one here. Um Safe with Me. Now this is a tense psychological thriller. Okay, so nobody's so, safe. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's safe, nobody's safe, actually. But yeah, with this, with this one now, it's actually safe with me. <clears throat> um, it, it, it goes on to say here, there's a small sort of like a, par- mm-hmm. um, a quote or something where it says, I know what you did that day. Yeah. <laughs> this is a book by K.L. Slater. K.L. Slater. Reminds me of I know what you did last summer. <laughs> hey, hey. I haven't seen it though. Like I've been meaning to watch it, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna read the prologue on this one as well. So this is how it goes. Wow. I said so, and then it actually it starts. Al- it also so. starts with so. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. So they are tucked up in bed at last. You take a handful of matches and light each one, watching the burn, watching the burn die to a powdery black dot. The embers in the open fireplace are dying down, but there's still the white hot core. Deep in the center, still powerful enough to help you set things good and straight one final time. Uh, this is now in quotations two squishy seat cushions piled on the floor four squishy seat cushions piled on the floor it's fun to sing to the tune of 10 green bottles you push the chair right up next to them so the fabrics are touching this reminds me of back in high school when we had to read for the class. Hey, <laughs> this reminds me of that. Hey, <laughs> I've always hated that because niggas always read slow, so I was always pissed off. Yeah, there. <laughs> um, you carefully extract two balls of melting coal from the ashes with the tongs. Mm-hmm. Tongs, yeah, tongs. Yeah, tongs. Uh, carefully placing each one in the middle of the cushion. Sounds like pyromania. What in the hell is going on here? Now you sit back to watch them melting in <laughs> deep down. The You're gonna glowing... set the house on fire. What is this nigga doing? The glowing balls sink greedily, greedily into the soft foam and the scorched fabric cover the covers of the cushion shrink back as if it's trying to escape. There is no noise, and you enjoy the silence. Entrance, you watch as the small flame starts to dance, flickering the pretty, lethal tongues. The power amazes, terrifies, and comforts you all at once. I knew it! I knew it! This was paramania! I knew it! <laughs> you feel the you layers of protection you, you have tried to coat yourself with over the years of being stripped away. You needed them so you had a chance 
of getting through each day and drunken night, but you are safe now. The flames will make it safe. What is this book about? I like. Are you safe with me? I freaking said it. How are you safe with, me, with that out. person? You trying to set everything on fire? <laughs> Who is safe? <laughs> Who? What's the book about? You have tried to tell oh, them so many good. times. Of course, tried to ask you, tried tried to ask for help, but they didn't understand what you were trying to get through to them. And now the rawness of your fear, your sadness, it's here for all to see in the shape, in the sharpness of the thick sul, what's the sulfured air. You mustn't cough. You don't want to wake them. Set the sealies screaming and crying. Leave them to their dreams. They will learn soon enough. The flames grow larger <laughs> than fused together. I think we can all tell where this is going. Even though I foresaw this very, very far off. You, you know, know <laughs> you know it's a sign that they are slightly promising to help you and yet for a second you actually consider changing your mind. You could stomp you could stomp down the flames and shout for help. You could wake them up. Then you hear it. Let us do our work, the flames whisper. Everything will be better in the morning. And that's when you decide to finally walk away. This is so creepy because it's like letting you into the mind of like what a pyromaniac would be thinking like when they're setting things alive. More so because they are out here about to kill people. You are out here trying... Uh, I saw Philly. <laughs> hey, what? The pro- how long is this Hold on. You are out here trying to... Uh, trying not to be suicidal and everything and that's what you do. You're out here judging people for being in the position that they're in before understanding the position that they really are in. That's what I just said. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how it's letting you into the mind of a pyromaniac. Mm -hmm. And before I was even finished, I was going to Mm -hmm. say, in a weird sense, it's Mm -hmm. one of those books that make you empathize with something that you once thought was crazy. Yes. So what what were you saying? No, I wasn't fighting. I wasn't fighting. I was just saying, you know, normally you would just say, you're out here saying, yada, 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 and this is what's actually happening. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't fighting. Oh, you're crazy. (laughs) Exactly. But then when you you definitely hear them written from this perspective, from the person that has set it alight, even though you know there is something deathly wrong with them, you can't help but sympathize because you see where they're coming from. Imagine something that you know could be so utterly and completely dangerous telling you that relax, it'll be fine just now. It'll be fine. Everything will be okay. Scary stuff. It really is. Scary stuff. What is it called? It's called The Safe With Me. Bye. What's that lady's name again? I forgot. I'm K.L. Slater. Shit. It's actually deep. I read it in December when I was going through a phase. Remember we were talking and I was going through a phase? So this is one of the books that I read and yay! No, it sounds really, really interesting. Yay! 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 (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kevin, are you okay? My brother. Kevin knows that December phase. 
I think I'm yeah. like, now I actually have use for that list in the description box because I think I want to obviously. Sounds like I might just want to check out everything, but still. <laughs> nah, it's all cool, man. I'll give you, I'll, I will just give you the names of those yeah. books that I'm going to be calling out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So we are. That's D. Messy. That is really messy, but D. I love the fact that it's one of those. One of those that will really also like kind of alter the way you think about things, the I'm way you perceive you. like a certain group of people or like an event. I am telling you, that was sure when I read that book, eh? Shit. I just snapped out of it. I was like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I think I might just want to read that one. Mm-hmm. So, yes, moving um, right swiftly yeah, along. Ever so swiftly along. Um, my other most favorite book of all time, mm-hmm. top five, in no particular order. <laughs> yeah. Thank I'm you sure for, for re emphasizing on I'm that. Sure that's really, really annoying by now. Um, is Drum. The book is called Drum by Kyle Onstott. Okay. And I think if the man's even died in the 60s. That's what? how old this book is. Okay. Died in the 60s. But this book, right, is mm-hmm. called Drum. It's mm-hmm. essentially comprised of three mini, not really mini, but like three little books in them, right? Okay. So now the first one is called Tambura. The second one is Drum. And the third mm-hmm. one is Drumsin. And now in the first one, Tambura is the brother of a tribal chief, but due to some jealous conniving, he finds himself aboard a slaver ship bound for Cuba. Mm-hmm. Once there, he gets involved with his master's white mistress, and things don't end well. The f- <clears throat> the that. the what was you gonna the say? F- <clears throat> yep, that's what happens in the first one. And then, the, and fun, fun fact, Tambura is actually like, what language is it? I think it's Hausa. Another African language called Hausa is Hausa for drum. It, it's also essentially drum. So oh, okay. essentially all of the books are like just drum. Drum. Or drum sim. But oh, essentially drum, drum something. Okay. But yeah. The second book is drum. Mm-hmm. And drum is the son of Tambura. And the white woman. Remember that mistress that where things didn't end well. Mm-hmm. He's the son of Tambura. He's the son of Tambura and that white woman, and lives in his mother's whorehouse. But he thinks he's the son of her maid. An argument with her client's coachman proves that Drum's an able fighter, mm-hmm. and that he can, and he becomes a main attraction at the brothel. A bare knuckle brawling with any slave put up against him. And putting on public displays of his prowess with the quadroon whores for the amusement of the white dudes who come to drink, leer, and drool. Wow. But these salad days don't last forever. So that is also a messy, a messy story because Drum is Tambura's son with the white lady, mm-hmm. white mistress. Mm-hmm. And now he thinks that this white mistress is not his mother, but it is his mother. He thinks that he's his mother's maid's son, but that's not the case. And so he's raised in this whorehouse, his mother's whorehouse, which is essentially a brothel, obviously, whorehouse. <clears throat> he's raised in this brothel with all of this, all of this stuff happening around him. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. naturally it was slave days, so you know what that is looking like. Yeah. So he becomes essentially like a fighter, like a brawler, and like he becomes famous for that shit. And he also gets into shit with women as well. So he also gets killed over that. 
But before he dies, he had a son called Johnson, which okay. is the third book. So essentially, yeah. this book is like um, three generation story, a story of three generations mm-hmm. of slave from mm-hmm. Africa to the Americas, which yeah. is like now a story of a fresh slave from Africa on mm-hmm. the American lands, and then it's the story of a first generation. Um, African on the slave plantations, not plantations in this case because it's a whorehouse. Yeah. But and then the story of his son, which is then Drumson. Wow. Um, and then the imaginatively named son of Drum Drumson is purchased by Hammond Maxwell, and this is where the Mandingo connection comes in. Mandingo is another book written by Carl Onstott, yeah. which I haven't read yet. But I know that this character of Maxwell Hammond, Hammond Maxwell, is in another book of Carl Onstott, which is called Falconhurst Plantation. Mm-hmm. Or was it Falconhurst Fancy, or it was either Miss Lucretia Borgia, which was where I was first introduced to this genre of writing, and mm-hmm. I loved it ever since then. And I didn't realize that the, that book that I had read was like in connection with this whole series of um, Kyle Onstott's work. So when I came into that, it was like, that story was like a continuation in some other alternate universe of like Drumson's life, mm-hmm. where he was on that plantation. So, but in this, in this alternate, uh, he becomes a valued slave in the Maxwell household. However, Maxwell's horny daughter, Sophie, Ouch. causes no end of trouble for any man within groping range. Maxwell's own vendetta against two other slaves, um, a grudge carried over from the last book, mm-hmm. helps ignite a slave rebellion that has a bunch of carcasses littered among the burnt-out ruins at Falconhurst. So it's a very, it's a very interesting book because it like relates with other books as well in the series. But it's weird how, funny enough, I was also reading like in the reviews, there was this other lady who like wrote her review about mm-hmm. this, about drum as well. And she was also like, she said, I'm also a black lady and I don't understand why I'm enjoying like slave stories. Cause it's not like I enjoy these slave stories because I want to go back or anything like that. No, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Of course it was trash. Do I want to go back? Of course not. I will fight not to go back, but because it's like absolute trash, it's almost, I guess, in a sense, it's the equivalent almost of trash TV in a book. Yeah. Because it's just so ridiculous. It's almost melodramatic. But in a sense, I'm not sure if that's entirely correct to say because mm-hmm. naturally it's American slave history. Shucks. So to a certain extent, I'm not quite sure how melodramatic the story might have been. But then it's like, I'm I'm also like, I don't know why, like I'm a crazy fanatic for that genre of writing. Like that <laughs> plantation... Uh, slave yeah. back in those days in that era in that time in those circumstances I am a sucker for those books and I don't understand why but yeah that was definitely one of those books that fostered that kind of interest in that in that genre which I really really enjoyed so that is definitely another one of my favorites called Drum by Kyle Onstott very interesting I might say it's crazy very interesting it's crazy Shussy. okay guys I've got one here from one of I can say she's one of my favorite authors, actually. Um, Joyce Mayers. Mayers, haven't heard of. Really? No, Mayer, sorry, without the S. Mayer. Mm-hmm. The book is t- is titled "Change Your Words, Change Your Life." Mm. 
Sounds almost like the law of attraction type manifestation. I'm telling you. Situation. <laughs> I'm telling you. So an introduction on the book. Most of us don't realize how powerful words mm -hmm. are and how huge an impact they have on our lives. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Even two simple syllables, dada, <laughs> are powerful enough to make a grown man cry with uttered mm -hmm. for the first time by his baby. I believe that words contain tremendous power. It can be either positive, constructive power or negative destructive power. In Genesis, we read that God used words to create the world we live in. Mm. The Bible says in Proverbs 18:21, he said, let there be life. That the power of life and death are in the tongue. Telling you, Thank I just you pointed, guys. I just demonstrated. I'm telling you, <laughs> that is an amazing statement. That mm -hmm. one we, that one we, should seriously consider. Each time we speak words, we are speaking either life or death, or death. to those who hear us yes. and to ourselves. This lady sounds like me in like a phrase, in like in like a paragraph. Like I'm very <laughs> obsessive with like what you say words i'm very very obsessive <laughs> yeah eh? so we need to be cautious about the words we utter <laughs> our mouths our mouth gives expressions to what we want think and feel therefore it reveals a great deal about yes. the one who yes. is speaking i say that all the time like like I say that so much, Khura, listen. If you are saying stuff that is seriously questionable, and not even like in terms of just like an opinion, but like if you just say something that is very like you remember sometimes you like is what well, I asked, like, is that really the word you wanted to use? Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, maybe not this word, maybe this word. And I'm like, yeah, no, but you didn't use that one. You <sighs> used this one. We use words. Like, Sometimes we don't understand the words we want to use. So at the, I'll make an example. There's a I had a discussion with one of the guys I used to work with. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, okay. So I saw she took a cell. Well, she took a photo looking at the mirror, mm -hmm. and I was like, wow. So finally we bought the phone. And you know what the response was? What? Yes, eventually. Okay, so then I'm asking myself. I, I mean, isn't <laughs> finally the end product? Eventually, isn't it's it the, the processing? Process. I, don't, I think it, I think that's the processing. Nonetheless, I mean. But nonetheless, <laughs> reading on on the introductions, we <laughs> we can learn a lot about ourselves just by listening to, to the, the things we that we say. Uh, I'm definitely gonna read this one. <laughs> okay, so Matthew twelve thirty four to thirty five say, says that out of the heart of the mouth speaks the good man from the inner good treasure fl flings forth good things and the evil man out of his inner evil storehouse flings forth evil things mm -hmm. our words are the result of our inner thoughts and attitudes mm -hmm. one might say that our words are a movie screen that reveals what we have the, been thinking and the attitudes that we have. 
I believe that our words can increase or decrease our level of joy. They can affect the answers to our prayers and have a positive or negative effect on our future. We should pay a lot of attention on what the word of God has to teach us about okay, that's power of our words. That's a very interesting turn. I should have seen that turn from all the Bible citations, but that's an interesting... Yeah, I think they be putting together our knowledge and what is on the Bible, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. yeah. When a person isn't satisfied with the condition of their lives, it would be wise to take an inventory of the words she has spoken. God has a, go- a good plan for us, for each one of us but it won't automatically happen without our cooperation we are partners with god in this life and he wants us to be in agreement with what he has spoken about us in his word as you read this book i believe you will gain new insight into the fact as you change your words you can change your life that's why it's called spelling. I can't get enough of this words, book. You are speaking energy. You are casting spells. Exactly. Into your life and your existence. Like the way you use words, I feel like it's highly underrated. Highly, highly underrated. <laughs> yeah, well, what can we say? What's but it yeah. Again? Uh, change your words, change your life. Change your words, change your life by Miss Mayers. Yes, Mayer, without the S. Who? Miss Mayer, Joyce Mayer. Joyce Mayer. Yeah, I'll send you the stuff. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. And send you guys the stuff as well. Okay? Definitely. At that same time. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I believe we can now go into the next one. Yeah, I really want to read that. I'm still caught in that in that idea. Oh. <laughs> I'm Come still now. caught in that book. Come uh, now. But my other favorite book is Purple Hibiscus. I feel like it's a modern classic. By Chimamanda Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Don't know it. Weird, but it's uh, I feel like can be easily classified as a modern classic, and it's essentially a story about 15-year-old Kambili's world, which is circumscribed by high walls and frangipani trees of her family compound, her wealthy Catholic father under whose shadow she lives, while generous and politically active in the community. He is repressive and fanatically religious at home. Uh, when Nigeria begins to fall apart under a military coup, hmm? yeah, it's an it's 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 um Spaced. staged, not staged. What is the word? It's set in Nigeria. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Nigeria begins to fall apart under a military coup, Kambili's father sends her and her brother away to stay with her with their aunt, a university professor whose house is noisy and full of laughter. There, Kambili and her brother discover life and love beyond the confines of their father's authority. The visit will lift the silence from their world and in time give rise to the devotion and defiance that reveal themselves in profound and unexpected ways. This is a book about the promise of freedom, about the blurred lines between childhood and adulthood, between love and hatred, between the old gods and the new. It's nice. a very, very interesting book. Nice. I feel like it was very interesting nice, one. actually. Of which I've been getting a little bit more into more um, African literature. 
I would definitely recommend getting into Af- more African literature. Fun fact, I would recommend. I'd rather read a book, man. Oh, <laughs> right. And that's preference. And <laughs> okay. that's perfectly fine. Right. Uh, perfectly moving fine. right yeah. swiftly along. Mm-hmm. Just like Fantasy. I can't do self help. Mm. Like, would he self help? I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Nope. Okay, uh, okay, guys, don't don't interrupt my moment now. No, this is my moment. Whoa, your moment. Is it that intense? Okay. Why wouldn't it be intense, guys, if I'm going to be talking about Harry Potter? Oh, dear Christ. Yes. I mean, I, mean, yes, I said Potter it on fiction. Yeah. I'm saying it now. The Half-Blood Prince. The Half Blood Prince by J.K. Rowling. Ooh, none other, none other. So I'm just gonna read the synopsis on this one here. Um, it's an audiobook, so mm-hmm. there's not. Uh, I can't really find that description on it. Yeah. Um, this is one of the books I actually read all Harry Potter mm-hmm. books. Um, I actually enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. However, because of the movie, the Half Blood Prince yeah. movie, yeah. I'm more addicted to that one. So here's the synopsis on it It goes There it was Hanging in the sky above the school The blazing green skull With a serpent tongue Mm, I remember that scene The mark death eaters Behind Left behind whenever they Had entered a building Wherever they had murdered When Dumbledore Arrives at Privet drive one summer night to collect Harry Potter. His one hand is blackened and shriveled. What's shriveled? Shriveled. Sorry about that. Shriveled. Shriveled. But he does not reveal why. Secret secrets and suspicions are spreading through the wizard world. The wizarding world. And Hogwarts itself is not safe. Harry is convinced that Malfoy bears the dark mark. There is a death eater amongst them. Harry will need powerful magic and true friends as he explores Voldemort's dark secrets. And Dumbledore... his name, what is wrong with you? You know who. He whom his name shall not be be spoken. I'm telling you, he who (laughs) shall not be named. He who shall not be named. Darkest secret. Dark prince. Yeah, and Dumbledore prepares him to face his destiny. That, my good people, is Harry Potter. Because kind of Harry Potter always got into trash, bruh. <laughs> my favorite movie of yo, all time. Yo, yo, my yo. favorite books of all time. The there Harry it Potter is, series. Guys. There it is, guys. Nah, Harry Potter definitely is worth being up there, I think. I'm telling you. It's definitely worth being up there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my last... You're lost. My last most You're top lost. five. My last top five fave is... The Heart of a Woman mm. by Maya Angelou. The Heart of a Woman. Yeah, The Heart of a the Woman. The Heart of a Woman. Good uh, Lord, I need that The Heart book. of a Woman is essentially, I'll send it to you actually, uh, is essentially the continuation of her earlier biography, which was called, I don't know, what was it called? 
I know why the caged bird sings. I don't the, know. I know why the caged bird sings was essentially like her earlier life before adulthood and now the heart of a woman is essentially carrying on from from that. So it's the same they say Maya Angelou leaves California with her son Guy to move to New York. Mm-hmm. There she enters the society and world of black artists and writers, reads her work at the Harlem Writers Guild and begins to take part in the struggle of black Americans for their rightful place in the world. In the meantime, her personal life takes an unexpected turn. She leaves the bail bondsman she was intending to marry after falling in love with a South African freedom fighter and travels with him to London and Cairo where she discovers new opportunities. The heart of a woman is filled with unforgettable vignettes of such renowned people as Billie Holiday and Malcolm X but perhaps most importantly chronicles the joys and the burdens of a black mother in America and how the son she has cherished so intensely and worked so devotedly for finally grows to be a man. Hmm. That was that book. I love like the last the last sentence, the last kind of piece in that book. Literally her son is going off to college, right? She has never been without her kid. Her son is leaving and the thing she's thinking of is finally I'll be able to have the breast piece of the roast chicken <laughs> without having to share. That's her thought <laughs> at the wow. end of everything. And I'm like that's retarded, but yeah, it's, it's I think I really enjoyed that one. So that's definitely in my top 5. Okay. It was either The Heart of a Woman or Spilled Milk. Okay. Spilled Milk, but yeah. You went I with think Heart The of Heart of a Woman. <laughs> Had to take it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Had to take it. <laughs> okay. I have another one here. The last, the last one. one. The last one. Sad to say, but it <laughs> is the last one. What's it called? Check this out. Ne? A rather interesting one, I must say. Um, so, one. yeah, the last one. The name of the book is Single. <laughs> By who? By who? It's one of the authors that I mentioned earlier. Who? Slater. Oh yeah. K. L. Slater. Okay, so we know it's definitely not a Steve Harvey Harvey <laughs> It's probably another thriller, or what it's, is it? No, it's not. It's not a thriller. It, well, it is a thriller with a full twist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's some nice wording on the cover there that mm-hmm. says. Um, it says here. Um, He's lying. She's lying. This Everybody is, freaking lies. This is not a love story. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. This is not a love. I'm wow. <laughs> wow, really? And then here's the prologue. It reads here. Oh lord, it's too long, guys. I'm not going to. Do we have like a day. back excerpt of it? No. Maybe we like don't. okay, can we have like a few Two, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna go with two paragraphs. Well, actually, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna actually gonna go with three paragraphs. Then I'm okay. gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. So it says uh, three years later. This guy seems to be bored at my books. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. This Vanilla is so That's bored. The thing. I also wanted to read like the introductions and the prologues, and mm. I was like, but they're they're a bit too long. Some of them are too like, long. Yes. Them. They don't summarize the they book don't. at all. They, they just give like yeah, they don't. They don't honestly. say anything. I wouldn't about what they're giving that that was it. No, that's the thing. You see what that's what we were talking about when.
when we were talking about what's this on on the previous ec- episode that we uploaded yeah. um with regards to what's what's the thing again Which what we were talking about we? we were talking about um what is that episode good lord the last episode we recorded Fiction, like no. matters. No. <laughs> Which one? Good lord, we record. Oh, what is this thing? Trash what? TV. Oh, really? Yes. Why so didn't you say remember, that? Why we just made there's now? some, there's some, there's some people that like banana mm. that prefer trash TV. There's some people that don't prefer trash mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. So this is another psychological book that helped me get through a phase. Mm-hmm. So I can't just now say it's boring to you so i'm not gonna read it sorry brah it's in my top five brah top five is top five three years ago three years earlier the day of the hearing it was mid-july scorching hot and i dressed in jeans and a thick cable knit sweater with a raw neck i stood i stood staring at the front door waiting for my social worker audrey the house was silent, the boys' rooms empty. Revelant of sweat ran down my back, pulling at the waistband. That's a lie. Probably dipped into that ass crack. <laughs> That's a lie. We the all know how that goes. <laughs> the, the eczema the on my hands. into the ass crack. <laughs> the eczema on my hands and neck was the worst it had happened. It had been, sorry. It had been. So I'd, they flare up when you get stressed. <laughs> so I'd slipped on a pair of olive green leather gloves. I'd wrap Joel's old stripped college scarf around my neck and topped it all off with a pair of red plastic sunglasses. <laughs> Why are the scarf with the glove, the cable knit sweater? Those plastic sunglasses I found in the kitchen drawer that I'd get that I'd got free once with a magazine. She's not going to win whatever case she's trying to win with a social worker. <laughs> I can tell you right now, she's already lost. This case, this social worker is already looking at her like, yeah, she's lost her shit. She's lost her mind. It seemed the right thing to do at the time. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> and there's a question Questionable. coming. Questionable. And there's a question coming. Uh, have you taken your medication? Exactly. <laughs> have you? Have you Aunt, taken your medication today? Audrey Ma'am. looked at me. Looked up and da- looked at me. Up and down. Up and down Let's when see. I opened the front door. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said. Are you sure? Let's go back upstairs and find you something to wear that's a bit more comfortable, shall we? I am comfortable, I said. The thick fabric felt safe and reassuring on my skin, like a coat of armor. Hmm. It helped me. What is she going through? It helped keep all the pain inside. Inside. So I'm just gonna leave it there. Um, What is the story behind this 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 book? A tote single, a totally gripping psychological thrill full of twists no tell me what happens in the book like what is happening in this book i haven't finished the book yeah but the the the, whatever i've read from the first chapter all Mm -hmm. the way till the 11th chapter Mm -hmm. i've actually enjoyed it's actually talking about who killed who why is she going on trial 
why is she crazy that she answer, has to take medication? I can, I can, that she's I can, wearing I can crazy things in Sama. I can answer all those questions when I'm done reading the book. Because now I'm just going to answer it based on the 11 chapters. And that wouldn't be fair. Exactly. Things might change later on. But I've enjoyed it so far. Because this is... Remember, it's, it's psychological. So yeah. this is someone that is going through a psychological phase. Yeah. Yeah. So that is something that normally we would judge each other when someone is going through that phase. Like I said with the previous book that I... Clearly she's been see, traumatized. So she's, she's going yeah. through that She's right gone now. through something yeah. that now other people don't understand. I mean, it's scorching mm-hmm. hot out there. Wow, and yet... Need. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. You see what I mean? So these are the type of (laughs) items. Let's get you into something a little bit more comfortable. But she is comfortable. She feels safe (laughs) in that. So. No, I definitely. That one hit home. When she said, I feel, but it feels safe. Safe. I feel comfortable. I feel safe. Yeah. You see things like that. So, I mean, guys, we have. Safe with me. No, she's single. She is single because of the cable there. This is a funny guy. But yeah, like I said, guys, this is another one of those interesting books that I am still reading. Who's it by again? Slater. Slater, yes. What's her name? It's just initials. It's initials. I'll send you you everything. I'll send you all the details. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds interesting. A whole lot. I mean, I think I want to read all of them, clearly. But then again, there's there's rarely ever books that I hear about that I don't ever really want to read there's very rarely books <laughs> I mean like I said unless if it's a self-help book then I'm not really very likely to read it <laughs> like literally yeah, the know. only one that kind of counts as self-help is the wisdom of the Enneagram mm-hmm. okay um, out of five what this guy he's being so no. competitive no that's no. very pointless it's what i so like is not what you're gonna exactly. like is not what you're gonna like it's i mean how many books am i interested like. in reading that you've actually called out only one not one i, I think it was know. like three of them but i'm trying to read all of them he's trying to read none of them he would rather read about money he would yeah. rather read about the molds so and stuff fine. Yes, i would preference. rather not read about money exactly that's a preference you see yeah. it's a preference so your preference is not my preference so that's how it's gonna be yeah. yes what about harry potter <laughs> What about Harry Potter? Excuse me, is there a problem with her? Do you have a problem with Harry Potter? What is wrong with Harry Potter? I didn't think there was a problem. There's no problem. And the rise of the phoenix. Thank you. And the rise of the phoenix. Yeah, but nonetheless, that is that, my good people. Those are our top five books. In this case, it would be top but ten. I still really, I, I said I wanted to borrow you the wisdom of the Enneagram. Ew, and I've been waiting. But I'll and have I to have it on you. my desk. Really? It's, it, it's my book. Can, my dad okay. got it for me for when, my when I, when, 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 when we meet up on the next um, recording session, then definitely I'll collect it. All right. All right. Lovely. So from Mini-Me, my good people, it's the Sayonara. And from myself, Kia Speaks, and our selectively active participants. Very competitive. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Lekka. Keep well, guys.